Post podcast. I, of course, am Aaron Pym, your host. And what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and mm. sexuality. Today, I'm really excited to have someone from Come As You Are back on the pod. Please <laughs> welcome Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me here. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I love anyone from Come As You Are. And I was so excited to meet you at like your, um, you had a, an event at the store. It was like quite a while after you opened, reopened the physical location mm-hmm. in Kensington Market, but it was kind of like a, a homecoming event mm-hmm. and it was so, it was so well attended. And oh my God. Was it ever? It? We yeah. were shocked. We were not prepared for <laughs> that kind of attendance. We were knocked amazing. off our feet. I mean, you saw us. Like, it was so lovely to meet you, but I didn't even have a chance to really <laughs> meet know. you because we were so busy. It was wonderful. Yeah. So that was also, it was like an um, an opening, but also the 25th anniversary of Which is incredible. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Yeah. 25 years have come as you are wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we're like know, how 1997 how... oh my and god here we are i know 25 years later still going strong and back in person which is so exciting yes because you took a hiatus and we're um and we're online only for a while come as you are.com okay. for a while stay in there and then um what did that feel like to get back into like a brick and mortar space well it was a really really ridiculous time to be opening reopening like a yeah. store a storefront during the pandemic but yeah. um you know the community had been asking for it for so long i think a lot of people didn't realize that that we had gone because we had maintained such a strong strong presence both online and we would come back and do certain events like the event that we're you know here to talk about today yeah. um but so we knew we were taking a risk but we also were really fortunate in that you know online sales and the community supports us online that we were able to do it and uh yeah we opened in november of 2021 and then quickly shut our doors again because of lockdown yes um and then when we were finally able to open and stay open it's just been an outpouring of love and appreciation from people they're just so happy to see come as you are back uh, and now in Kensington Market. So yeah, it's been great. We, we absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, miss the, you know, face-to-face customer service and interactions. It's, it's, it's what we love. And we love that we're able to be back and doing it again. Yeah. How about the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. How are you finding Kensington it's Market? The best neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you know, we were on Queen West before, but that neighborhood has changed. I mean, it was already changing around the last, you know, Kaya location. Um, it just wasn't becoming the kind of neighborhood that we wanted to be in as it became more more corporate and more developed and more condos. Yeah. Um, so that just wasn't right uh, when we were coming back and looking at 
uh, locations and neighborhoods. So it, it just made sense. Kensington Market has, you know, maintained its unique character. It is, you know, such a eclectic neighborhood that just like holds true to yeah. what it is. And, uh, you know, we are a group of weirdos and ragtag queers and trans people. It just felt like the right place to be. And, uh, <laughs> And we love it. We absolutely love it. <laughs> I love that. I, and mm-hmm. I'm always so happy to like be in that area and then be like, oh yeah, I can actually stop by. That's like, mm-hmm. just, just so, that's so fabulous. <laughs> I can actually like bring mm-hmm. the person I'm hanging out with and show them like your store and stuff like that. I love oh, the that's... opportunity to do that again. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just feels so right. So uh, we are on, on right on Augusta at 254 Augusta Avenue. Um, and it just feels like the, the perfect place to be in Kensington Market. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's switch for a moment to talk about um, to talk about you for a second, um, mm. because you have a really awesome background that I'm sure kind of, um, <laughs> you know, you have you have uh, experience and skills that can draw you to being like a worker owner at Come As You Are. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, I have a very eclectic background, I guess, and I never imagined it would bring me here, but uh, I'm so glad (laughs) it has. I guess, you know, in a way it does make perfect sense. Um, So, I mean, one thing actually I didn't mention in our previous conversation is that I also have an undergraduate degree in fine arts. And so I was, you know, I, I am an artist and a painter myself, and that's why I'm especially loving, you know, getting to organize uh, the erotic arts and crafts fair and and working with so many artists. So I have that background. And then, you know, when I realized how hard it was to make money as an artist or a living of any kind, uh, I decided to go into social work. And so I worked as a counselor in um, the BOW or gender-based violence field for almost 10 years. Uh, largely at uh, an agency called the Barbara Schleifer Clinic. So working with people who experience gender-based violence in many different ways. I think I've worked on most roles that one could work on the the counseling team there. Um, And then I became interested in birth work um, when I was pregnant with my my first child. So I have two children myself, became a doula, started attending births um, as a volunteer, uh, doula at the Vanier Center for Women, so uh, women who are in jail and pregnant. Um, and then doing that work, decided I wanted to become a midwife and then trained at um, formerly Ryerson, now Toronto Metropolitan University, mm-hmm. to become a midwife and practice as a midwife for, for many, many years um, until the pandemic hit. Wow. And uh, that kind of changed things for me. I think for many of us, you know, we really Certainly. kind of took a, a step back and reconsidered what was important in yeah. life. What, what did and, that look like for you specifically in your kind of journey? Well, you know, I said I, I practiced as a midwife for many years. The truth is I was fairly new to practice. So I think okay. I, you know, had practiced for two years, but, you know, I trained for four years. So I had been, you know, doing midwifery for a while by the time the pandemic hit, but uh, was fairly, you know, all things considered new to practice. Um, and it really, it, it midwifery, well, it's hard to talk about. So midwives are amazing. I want to say like if anyone listening to this is ever considering having, you know, a child getting pregnant, I highly, highly recommend having a midwife. 
Um, so I want to state that like that is my position, still my position, you know, um, and first and foremost. But it's it's so complicated working in the healthcare system. So here in Ontario, as in most provinces in Canada, midwives are primary healthcare providers. So we're registered, governed by a college, all that, the same as doctors and nurses. Um, we are integrated or they are integrated into the healthcare system and have to have privileges at a hospital in order to practice. So, you know, in terms of choice of birthplace, they are able to attend births um, for people who choose hospital birth, but midwives are the only healthcare providers that can also offer out of hospital birth. And so, you know, they can attend births at home or uh, at a place here in Toronto uh, or in Ottawa has a, a birth center. And so they do fantastic work. Um, they really, really uh, invest a lot of time uh, in the relationship with their clients and, um, and providing like informed choice, ensuring people feel like they're really a part of uh, their healthcare decisions in the course of pregnancy. So obviously I love midwives and I love practicing, practicing midwifery. However, you know, while we're integrated into the healthcare system, we're not really supported by the healthcare system. So the funding model is really complicated um, and we're super under-resourced. And so what that means is that a lot of that, as with, you know, a lot of these, you know, problematic systems that we we have to live in in a capitalist society yeah. download you know the impact and responsibility down onto individuals and so i found as a midwife practicing you know in order to really try to advocate for my clients to have a really dignified and positive birth experience i was really experiencing as an individual a lot of harm in order to do that like you know like yep, acting yep. as a, a buffer Right. You know, between these violent practices within the healthcare system and, you know, and then the pregnant person. And I think uh, that's, you know, a really unfair thing to ask of people. Yeah, that's like an, an incredible um, burden, like the, um, a exactly. massive emotional labor to mm -hmm. have to encounter in your workplace, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. And that has really been kind of taken on as a responsibility within the culture of midwifery. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, you know, the system as it is like within capitalism, everything yeah. becomes a business. <laughs> People are pushed in and through and out. And uh, I just found like, it was really difficult to continue to work that way when I wanted to be able to do so much more, but also didn't want to have to experience like the harm, you know, um, in order to, to work in the system. So coming back to where I am, yeah, I feel like you so capitalism <laughs> and then right. now. Right? So how is this um, working at come as you are? Um... It is such a privilege. So, you know, over, I think I, I previously mentioned over the course of the last two years, I had been asked several times to come. And work yeah, yeah, I was like, no, I you know, really want to try to make midwifery work, uh, you know, really want to try this and that. And then yeah. now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm glad I took my time and really, you know, wanted to be sure that I was making the right decision. But it is such however, a privilege. Yeah. However, such, why didn't I do this? Long I, ago? Why didn't yeah. I do this? Yeah. Sooner, to be yeah. able to like, it's both personally like revolutionary and professionally revolutionary to be working in a sex shop that you know is strongly feminist and anti-capitalist you know and really tries to do that in every every aspect of the work yeah. um but also like to center pleasure 
to center pleasure and joy for myself, sexual pleasure, like all forms of pleasure, and to bring the skills that I have from my you know, previous work experience, both as a midwife or a counselor, and to be able to do that, it feels quite revolutionary. And it's fun. Like, yeah, it's so fun. So I feel I'm so happy for you. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And it just sounds like you have such, um, such a you probably bring such a deep understanding and empathy to your work at come as you are with your background. Like, wow, you couldn't be better fitted. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I'm just starting to get into the customer service pieces. I've been doing a lot of the kind of back end organizing the fair, uh, curating the books. And now I get to, uh, yeah, start to work with customers more often. And I realize, oh, that's what I was really missing in midwifery. And that's what I'm really looking forward to do, doing with Come As You Are. Yeah, mm-hmm. because one of the most important things um, I always find I've I've always I've also worked in sex shops um, as well is that component you know um, the customer service component of like most people that come in really don't know what they're what they're gonna buy and don't know what they're looking mm-hmm. for and they kind of come in um, wanting to troubleshoot with. Um, a customer service representative you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and they're like okay here's the thing that like we're, I'm kind of coming up against and I'm wondering if you can kind of help me you know figure Absolutely. this out that, that's yeah. so common right mm-hmm. so it's important mm-hmm. to have like um, like you do you know this kind of broader understanding mm-hmm. um, and to be comfortable so talking about sex and sexual that. health and pleasure like in a way that destigmatizes this right that, um, yes, big. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so important like like mm-hmm. the work that to have like really intentional people working at, at sex shops is like so so important mm-hmm. yeah it really and really I think is. come as you are that has been a central mission is to you know remove the shame of talking about and exploring different things around sexual pleasure and fantasy and kink is like these things are so natural and normal let's just talk about them as if it's like anything else we would talk about over coffee yeah and And gender and like orientation queerness Mm -hmm. and like all of this 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 whole kind of package of our our Mm -hmm. relationship to our own bodies and Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so it makes a lot of sense and it feels really good to be able to bring these these skills there into that work with come as you are uh, I love that so okay mm-hmm. you mentioned it a couple times so I feel like yeah. I feel right. like we need to talk about <laughs> there is a really cool event coming up um the erotic arts crafts uh, the erotic arts and craft fair um it mm-hmm. are, are you one of the people that are you one of the people that are organizing it and to help I sure am <laughs> I sure am. This has been my main project of the last few months. And Yay. it has been... What a been... fun project. <laughs> right? Exactly. So when I'm talking about centering pleasure and fun, like this has really been it. It has been so much fun to, you know, spend so much time looking at like all the submissions of all the artists and vendors that uh, have applied for this year's fair. And so I have to say, like, we have an amazing lineup of artists coming this year to the erotic arts and crafts fair and everyone is so excited because we haven't been able to do it because of the pandemic right Yeah, exactly 
And so, um, you know, we're, we are trying to do it responsibly and we are uh, making masks mandatory, you know, as a nerdy midwife, I'm very much, you know, considering infection prevention and control and ways that we can bring our community together uh, in a safe way. Um, but yeah, it's been so much fun organizing this and we are 10 days away now and everyone is just so excited. The, okay, uh, so what mm-hmm. is the date? Let's say that just up front. Okay, so, so for people Saturday, Saturday, February 11th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Parkdale Hall. Um, so it's another thing I want to talk about is that amazing space. So we've previously done it you know, at the Gladstone Hotel, but this year we're doing it at the Parkdale Hall um, for a number of reasons. One, it's a much larger space, so again, it allows for you know, more distancing, yep. but it's such a gorgeous space. Have you been in? No, I don't think I have. Mm. So before uh, the pandemic and the current owner took over the building, Alex Chan, who uh, um, bought it somewhere, I think he said at the beginning of the pandemic or during the pandemic, it was an antique market. So you might remember it, like Barry Queen West near Roncesville Avenue. um, As just a kind of when you walked in, it was full of, awesome antiques but the space itself just looked like kind of boxy and white and uh what he learned underneath that so eaton's company eaton's had bought this building a long time ago mm-hmm. um and then when he and then put a drop ceiling in it mm-hmm. so he removed the ceiling and revealed this gorgeous like art deco masterpiece really it's just wow. phenomenal so the space is so gorgeous and it's like this deep red and green like those classic art deco colors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if you go on the website at the parkdale hall i dot um can you can google. see pictures of it <laughs> yeah people can google it people um <laughs> and you can see it in pictures but i mean it's nothing like in person so come on down to the parkdale hall saturday february 11th for the erotic arts and crafts there and you know see this gorgeous space so we're really really excited to have it there but not only the space the yeah. vendors the vendors oh yeah. i i you sent me like just just like you're like oh yeah they're gonna be here and they're gonna be here and they're gonna be here and i'm like oh my god uh three three companies i'm absolutely obsessed mm-hmm. with so i'm like i'm really excited to like let's just let's just kind of talk about a couple of the awesome um vendors that are gonna be there because like mm-hmm. some of them just create such like amazing cool products but like the owners are just amazing people and let's give them a a big old shout out if we can absolutely like we have such a really great variety of artists this year um so like you said people that we've known friends of come as you are for many many years that we just we love their their products and creations so so much we also carry them in the store and so it's really exciting to see them in person selling their own wares and seeing what new things they've come up with um and then we have lots lots of artists that you know we're meeting for the first time that we're really excited to to showcase too so there's just such a good variety of um i'm particularly 
uh, attracted to like fetish wear and mm-hmm. you know leather workers and so there you so will notice that there is a lot of that in the fair and <laughs> as I was going through all of the submissions I don't think there was one that I that we decided not to to take because <laughs> you're like we'll take well one because I love them yeah let's take them all um, because they're just all so good but they're also doing something like a little bit unique with yeah. you know um harnesses or like okay for example unicorn collaborator collaborators so we carry their stuff in store um and their stuff is just so gorgeous and well made um but the unique unique things right exactly so like the things that they do that's different from anyone else is those like um nickel or knuckle fuckers and like boot fuckers those harnesses that you can strap onto a boot or your hand like i've never seen that anywhere else and And then their ingenious design of those like the double duty cuffs the like it's a bracelet but then you fold it out and then it's like these cuffs it's like these designs are so cool genius Absolutely. And they do a thigh harness as well. They're very mm-hmm. into just strapping right? a dick any old place. Anywhere. And just fun. anywhere. <laughs> and why not? <laughs> it works so well. Like, And I think it gets people to, yeah, be more yeah. creative in the ways that they're fucking. It's wonderful. You know when I got um, really excited about my thigh harness from mm. Unicorn Collaborators? When I realized you could, um, because they do really size inclusive stuff as well. Yeah. So like you could open that thigh harness up like if you do it really really big you can literally strap it around someone's torso you Mm. could strap it onto a pillow Mm -hmm. you could strap it on like much larger things than like Mm -hmm. your thigh and then I was like oh my god this might be the most versatile you know that like Mm -hmm. piece of sex toy wear that I own like that's great you literally can strap it on almost anywhere like That's fantastic. Thanks for yeah. mentioning that. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're beautiful. Like the yeah. leather work, the craftsmanship, it's like gorgeous. And um, what's new to me, I, I'm not sure if it's new to their kind of line of, of work, is the lavender, the metallic lavender. Mm. I just noticed that within the last year or so. But it's it's really pretty. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's like nice kind to of have, an you know, really semi beautiful if I'm if I'm not wrong I think one is called the Lunicorn named after Mm. Deb named it after Luna Matata's oh that's so lovely (laughs) so I think it's in that color and like one of the harnesses that's sold in that color is specifically called the Lunicorn amazing i love that i didn't realize that again product knowledge is something that i'm coming i'm still you know learning uh so i love that you brought that up they're they're wonderful friends with both luna matanas and and debbie of unicorn collaborators longtime friends and such lovely people too we love supporting their work yeah, hundred percent. I feel like that would be so exciting to have, like you know, this this different type of relationship. Like, you know, they're they're restocking their items in your store and stuff like this. But over the last couple of years, maybe not having in person contact, and then now mm-hmm. organizing organizing this big event where you can actually see each other in person, and like that's yeah. got to be so exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is exciting. It's yeah. and it's really great. And as someone who's like coming in new, like they, these relationships have been established and are long existing right with come as you are 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to have the opportunity to, to meet Debbie and get to know Debbie more myself. Her work is great. I love yeah, it. I actually did. She does um, custom pieces because um, one of her mm-hmm. main things is the size inclusivity mm-hmm. of the wearable stuff like chest harnesses and pelvis harnesses and whatever else um, you kind Absolutely. of want to custom create with her. So mm-hmm. she's big into receiving custom requests. And mm-hmm. I had this like gorgeous um, chest harness made. Um, and I was like, they love rainbows. Is there like Mm -hmm. any way, I don't know if like each piece can be a different color or like, what, what do you got? What do you, what are your ideas? Like if I say rainbow and then she like went out and sourced, like, I believe just like a tan kind of leather. And then she actually dyed each piece, um, like a, a variety of colors like a strip Amazing. she actually hand dyed each piece it, wow like, I, it was, I'm looking at them right now and was I was admiring actual. them before so that's yeah that's incredible they're yeah. gorgeous she hand I she hand dyed a brown like leather rainbow, rainbow yeah herself. like Wow. Yeah. So if you give her a project like that, oh boy, she Mm -hmm. will take your custom request and fucking run with it. Amazing. Oh, that's great. That's so cool. Okay. But moving on. Fantastic. Who else do Um, we have at the Erotic Arts and Crafts Fair? So we also have a number of vendors who who make sex toys. And one of the most gorgeous um, pieces are from Peace Lily Toys. So P-E-A-C-E, Lily Toys. Um, And they make largely glass toys, which, you know, some people are, that makes them a bit fearful and concerned about the idea of using a glass toy. But they are incredibly safe, incredibly beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I highly recommend coming to see just these beautifully, you know, blown, glass blown um, dildos. Yeah, Grace and, is amazing, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Claire as well. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. um, and they like just take. It, it's interesting because they have a background with like flowers, so hence peace slowly toys, mm-hmm. and hence when you you look at some of the toys and some of the inspiration. You know, there are these, uh, the, the like, they have butt plugs with flowers on them. They yeah. have, like, they look like a little sprout, some of mm-hmm. them. Like, it's just so cool to see, They're like, so glass. Intricate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, the inspiration is just such, comes, again, like, like with you, with your back, background, you know, kind of an eclectic background that bringing it mm-hmm. into something like sex toys. Same thing is true for that company of, like, having... Um, like a florist background and then coming Mm -hmm. into um, being a glass sex toy maker it's like Mm -hmm. you can see like this experience of like being a florist brought into the work that's just such a cool nuance to me I don't know yeah it it is and I I didn't know that and I love how much you know the products and uh, I'm learning from you we're buds we're buds (laughs) a lot of these folks I'm obsessed with them as I said I literally am obsessed with them (laughs) I can imagine. I mean, why not? Look what they do. It's phenomenal. And oh my God. And Mm -hmm. I will mention this, like, like they, um, uh, they're also so willing to like, listen 
to mm. like what is needed um like like i i literally could not believe this i have like i i review sex toys on uh my youtube channel mm-hmm. and um during the pandemic yeah we reviewed uh, myself and uh, at a time i was doing it with myself and a comedian and we were re- reviewing kind of like unique sex toys um and so we got two different butt plugs from Peace Lily Toys. And the one um, he reviewed, um, his name is Dan, he reviewed um, that he'd love to have like kind of a bigger handle, you know, or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that, like a bigger bit of a bigger base would have made him feel so much more comfortable or, or something like that. And they literally changed the design of that toy. Mm. Like Amazing. after after seeing that video, they're like, we hear yeah. you. We're going to mm-hmm. add another little bulb kind of on the end there. So just yeah. so you feel that much more comfortable about wearing that's your stuff. And we're like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Wow. That's, that's customer service. Yeah. It's incredible customer service. And it's also like being an artist, like really being inspired by that feedback. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, like knowing that feeling of just being excited about making something and crafting something that, you know, meets, meets someone's needs that way that's great yeah that thing of making it you know it it's art and aesthetically it's beautiful Mm -hmm. but like then it has to be practical right so it's like yeah creating that perfect yeah that Mm -hmm. like perfect harmony you know um is like kind of is kind of their whole deal what they're what Mm -hmm. they're trying to do so Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. do it so well yeah they really do they really do and then another one of our favorites um that we carry at the shop is uh zia from handmade rope So she makes cotton and jute and linen rope and especially the cotton dyed in so many beautiful colors that's, you know, good for shibari or other rope bondage. So she'll be at the, or they'll be at the, uh, the erotic arts and crafts fair as well. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I love seeing all the lovely, like, they're so saturated, the colors, um, and I love uh, about their brand specifically is, you know how when you see um, like hand dyed rope that, you know, it's the one color, you know, mm-hmm. um, usually they do wear like, you know how a strand of rope, you know, it's several strands kind of woven together. They have mm-hmm. ones that are actually each of those individual several strands mm-hmm. are different mm-hmm. and they're tw- like twisted together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've like, I definitely it's not a common practice. Like when you see rope sold at stores, like that they're actually dying the individual strands of the rope. Like, right. That, that yeah. part, I'm so always like, detailed. that's fucking unique. It's such mm-hmm. detail oriented work. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's cool. good quality hand dyed rope um, and made here in Toronto. Yeah. So, and that's the fun of, of exhibiting local artists. Most of the, the artists are um, from Toronto, Hamilton, nearby. And then that, you know, as uh, Come As You Are gives us the opportunity to really um, experience and, and shop for new and exciting and unique items that we want to carry in the store. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause usually when you buy rope, right? Like if you want to do a multicolor thing, you got to buy two bundle, two different bundles. Right. And then when you do your tie, then you're bringing the colors together, but like to have mm-hmm. one rope that is like already doing that for you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really special. <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> yeah. 
So, okay, um, moving on. Uh, who else are we excited to see? We don't have to go super in depth with each one, but who yeah. else is who else are we gonna see there? Uh, there like are so many great artists. I wish I could you know name them all, but uh, I think some of my personal faves are these bright, vibrant paintings um, by two in particular artists and em- em- Emmy Tran. So her paintings are acrylics and you know they're erotic people in sex position she's a queer artist centering you know queer sexuality and uh they they look like they're kind of um uh like not realistic but still so so vibrant like you can feel Mm. the energy in them they're they're gorgeous um and then uh in a similar vein but then kind of a different medium watercolors vanessa Walsh, uh, Walsh oh. right? So she's been at the fair before. Yay. You're familiar with her work. Really yeah. soft, you know, um, a entirely different kind of erotic painter. Um, but just like they're equally just so talented. Like our artists are so uh-huh. talented that are there at the fair. Yeah, uh, really and for gorgeous. you, that's interesting because you have a fine arts background. So I'm sure you're going nuts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at all this art like like the literal art like paintings like you're probably like oh so good absolutely like each and every artist that is a part of the fair this year is just so incredibly talented in what they do it's been it's been such a joy to just surround myself with with the work and um but like you know through planning this it's been great Post podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com, but one of my favorite things to do is to go to their Instagram events page and see what they've got going on. Scrolling through here, we've got Naughty on a School Night, which is the first Monday of every month, a Bump and Grind Night with DJ J. Rodica, Threesome Fridays, an Icebreaker Social, MILF Mondays, live music by the Decadent Dolls, and a blackout party where you can have sex in their dark room. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. Who else? We also have um, an herbalist who makes like herbal medicines and uh, scents and perfumes um, that are like aphrodisiacs in nature as well so i thought that was really unique so great gray jade herbals is their name come check them out but we're also um sensitive for to folks that have like 
perfume sensitivity. So uh, there won't be spraying them in the environment, but uh, they will be there. Uh, And they are all natural and essential oils too. So nothing with, you know, perfume chemicals in the ingredients. Gotcha. And then another thing that I really tried to do when selecting artists was to also have um, just things happening, things for people to engage in um, outside of, you know, shopping and and vending is, Mm -hmm. So some of the vendors are doing demonstrations. So oh, um, I love that. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Thanks. I thought so too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Okay, sorry. Go on. So, <laughs> <laughs> Leather Beaten, so of Leather Beaten U, mm-hmm. is doing um, their whole booth is teaching people how to make leather work whips and um other types of uh, leather fetish wear. So how to, how to cut, how to braid, you know, how to do all that. Um, If people are interested in learning, so they will just be there doing tutorials and teaching people how to do this work themselves. Uh, We have another vendor who is bringing a prototype of a tarot deck and all of the figures in the tarot deck are sex toys. Yeah. Yes, vibrating tarot. tarot yes. um, I think Frank is is the person's name. Frank, um, yeah. And so he'll have they'll have the the deck on display or the prototype. So it's a project that's in the work that we we just can't wait until it's done because we want to carry it at the store so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so great, it's so cute. We love it. Um, and then uh, Frank he's will so, have. He's so mm-hmm. intentional, by the way, of like. Oh yeah every part of the images on these um cards like he has a very in-depth knowledge surrounding tarot and like he's really looking at like when he chooses a sex toy to put in there it's not just like oh the aesthetics of like throwing a sex toy into this Mm -hmm. image and Mm. make you know he's like really looking at the in-depth meaning of Mm -hmm. like what the symbol in the original tarot would mean versus mm-hmm. like the new image that he's bringing into it. He considers like a million different things when he's talking about like, mm. yeah, like what toy and why and like even the companies and like the ethos of the companies and how those mm. might fit the original mm-hmm. images. It's like he goes absolutely. It, it's wild. So... How, beautifully thoughtful it is so thoughtful so intentional yeah Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like it's really wild and then he'll also have uh coloring pages for people to color and take with them and the the prototype of the artwork in the deck which i thought was really really fun and those will be for free i love that i made him do an impromptu reading (laughs) oh for me once really (laughs) what was that like it was awesome like um i i feel like on one of the cards was like a whip and i was like yep (laughs) Mm -hmm. of course i think i asked the reading to be like about work stuff so like it was very it was so fucking cool and i totally put him on Mm. the spot and he was such a good sport (laughs) Mm. that's great how am i reading But honestly, like, mm. if you ask him about tarot, he could, like, talk your fucking ear off. Like, I could have had him mm. for a six-hour-long 
episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really? Happily. Right. Yeah, like he, he knows so fucking much about tarot. It's really cool. Oh, so amazing. if you're a tarot geek as well, like go mm-hmm. talk to Frank at, at his booth. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I might be coming a bit of a tarot geek. It's not something that I've you know been involved with me, past, but me neither I but like now. he made me interested yeah. him talking about it i was like oh my god wow this is like really fucking cool i should get into it you know yeah Inspi- inspiration yeah yeah great yeah i really look forward to meeting him um another more interactive vendor and artist that we have at the fair is the spontaneous smut store Ooh, so tell me about that. They are a erotica generator. So they're they're a poet and wow. they will have a typewriter and uh, stickers that they'll be typing on. And so you give them a uh, a piece of inspiration, something that turns you on, something that you're into, and they will turn it into an erotic poem for you. Isn't that fun? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. so cool yeah i love that you so, have interactive elements i'm not kidding that is such a fucking good idea that's so fun oh and speaking of which we also have a dj for the first time this year oh, so another interactive piece so um they go by the name of secret agent oh, chris nice. christie is their name um they're they've done a lot of queer events they've dj'd for uh queer skate toronto um and they reached out to us so this is a new addition to the fair and i said why not let's give it a try yes um they also work like at a record shop in retail so they're really sensitive to you know the need to keep the volume at a level in which we can also connect with each other as people and yes. as artists and the public can speak with each other and do all the other fun things that we're there to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but also are really excited to have, you know, a good vibe going and to keep the energy going. Um, and they're super excited to be a part of the event. So I think that'll be fun. And the space that. really supports it because there's a stage at okay. the back of the large space. So Christy will be up there doing their thing um and yeah we'll have the bring the volume up a few times every hour just to kind of make it into a bit of party and then bring it back down so people then can shop and converse and engage with the artists very so, cool have you yeah, run events to... before because you seem um, like yeah i guess i have <laughs> <laughs> i'm like this cannot be your first event you're producing like come I mean, on not like I haven't been hired to, but yeah, I guess it's something that I just really enjoy doing. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I guess I just take the initiative to like, when I see something needs to happen, I kind of just make it happen. So like a couple of years ago, I started getting into quad skating. I noticed that there wasn't like a queer quad group. And so I just made it and then brought people together and coordinated events so yeah it's something i clearly enjoy doing but i i haven't done it you know as a paid gig until now well not only enjoy it but like are really good at like no thanks (laughs) like the things because i've been to you know the erotic arts and crafts uh fair Mm -hmm. in the past you know and like Mm -hmm. this is just like yeah you're really bringing like um a lot you're bringing a lot to this event like it's it's really awesome I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm feeling very inspired and uh, I'm well supported by, you know, folks at Kaya to just do what I want to do with it. And I, and I can feel the energy of the community 
that is super excited that it's happening again. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really got me going. So I think it's going to be a really fun event and I'm having a lot of fun planning it. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you you just seem to be getting so creative with it, which I mean, that lends itself to you being like a fine arts person. So creative mm-hmm. person. And this is just like a different type of creativity of like curating and like, yeah, yeah just producing yeah. this really, really cool, diverse event with a lot, a lot of elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to make sure that we talked about yes. here today. We are going to have a giveaway. So watch our social medias. Um, so it's come as you are co and uh, erotic erotic crafts fair on Instagram um, with the wonderful people at the grand order of divine sweets. So they are bakery in Parkdale. Um, they are donating some delicious treats uh, to us. And we are going to then contribute a gift certificate um, that will have some sort of contest in the next week. That's what I'll say. I'll keep it a bit of a surprise. So if folks want to, uh, to watch the socials we'll have a, a, a wonderful contest where they can win some delicious treats and get certificate for come as you are Ooh. um as I well f- actually on the same note yeah i was I gonna forget. say i feel like there's like just like the event that i attended of yours mm-hmm. your your uh home what's it called home warming no that's not it well oh, the, 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 now I'm like, the welcome, 20... home welcoming no that's not it either I <laughs> well literally, it was kind my of a broke. home welcoming <laughs> it was a bit broke. of a Housewarming! Oh my God, homewarming! It was, it was a housewarming. It was a grand Welcome opening. And it was the twenty fifth anniversary. It was all of that in one. But for that, I remember that you yeah. were doing this thing where it was like the first fifty attendees or whatever got Thank a little you. something. So exactly. I, I feel like you're doing Same this thing. again. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, indeed, we are. So the first fifty people that come to the erotic arts and crafts fair mm-hmm. uh, will receive a gift bag with goodies from come as you are um Ooh, so of what course, types of things might be in this mystery gift bag it could be anything that we carry at the store any little thing condoms Exciting. lube you know, vibrators gift certificates it could be you know Exciting. anything yeah yeah any of the fun things um and um that yeah so at 10 o'clock you know those will be be given out and of course it's to encourage people to come early because you know, and it's a nice time if people are more cautious to going to a busy event, then I recommend mm-hmm. coming earlier, not mm-hmm. only for the gift bags, but because we do find historically um, it's a slower stumble time. People stumble yeah. later, yeah. Sometimes that one or two, it gets yes. more busy. So, you know, come earlier if you're a little cautious. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, especially since... And then you'll since... also get a gift bag. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then <laughs> for your service to the community, you'll yeah. get a gift bag. Yeah, because you mentioned, like, the thing of being conscious of, of making it a masked event and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's important that this event... Um, uh, it's important that you're making this event accessible for folks that Mm -hmm. might be immunocompromised or might be in a bubble with immunocompromised people contact with immunocompromised people. So, um, important that you're, you know, offering, um, hours that, you know, letting people know what hours will be less busy, um, Mm -hmm. is super important. And of course Mm -hmm. the masking and the distancing of having it in a larger event, like Mm -hmm. that's really, that's really important. So thank you for offering that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. doing what we can yeah, it of is course. like I find you know a really important uh, balance in, in kind of coming back and 
and running events like this and yeah. engaging in life, but also doing it in a way that, you know, continues to keep each other and our community safe. So we're doing what we can. Yeah, it's the balance of being really excited to return to in-person stuff because mm-hmm. everybody is, of course we are, but like, yeah, to yeah. also keep super mindful that like just mm-hmm. because you know some people can go back to in-person events you know you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't ever want to um because you're going to an in-person event mean that a disabled person couldn't um go out to you know wherever in person groceries blah 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 you know what i mean so keep masking mm-hmm. folks keep yeah. masking when you're yeah. grocery shopping mask at the far- the pharmacy mask at the doctor's office like mm-hmm. mask bottom then, line let's yeah. just keep doing it i mean yeah, we look hotter anyway it's a good look honestly <laughs> i was really kind of look. i was like looking back through my like lady pym um insta and i was mm-hmm. there's like you know a whole few years where i was doing one-on-one in-person sessions masked and i was like right. it's a good like with the whole dommy aesthetic Absolutely. i'm like it's a good it works. look yeah it really works uh, yeah. Why, yeah why would we not wear masks it's it's just so hot so yeah. let's all keep doing it and i'm sexy there, but- yeah it is it fully is and like also in all the ways right yeah in the way of like and caring for each other it's just a super sexy thing both things are sexy (laughs) yeah also you can just not wear makeup below your eyes that's fun right yeah i hate lipstick um i -hmm. i will also put that out there that like you know for a long time i did mask mandatory sessions at work and that is not the case anymore but i will just put that Mm -hmm. out there if anyone listening is um immunocompromised and wants to see me as a dominatrix that i absolutely would love to do a masked um session if anybody mm-hmm. would require or would want a masked session but yeah awesome. yeah it's just a, i feel like it's just uh it's good to put out there to be like yes people are still masking yes you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah because... yeah and i think this um I think just in terms of mandatory masking and doing everything that we can, I think it speaks to like come as you are as a whole and how we really try to be like really thoughtful and considerate yep. and respect our communities and protect our communities and like have a lot of fun and, and engage with each other in hot and healthy ways. Um, so it just 100%. speaks to like the way that come as you are kind of puts that into everything that we do or we try, we do our best. Yeah, because I feel like in, yeah. in your store, like, I feel like a lot of stores, you know, at one point we were wearing masks in retail stores, like wherever, out and about, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of that isn't happening anymore. So I'm always happy to come to Come As You Are and see that. We, that yeah, we still are staff. Yep, yep. Yeah, like yep. customers, it's a choice. And um, we, you know, we strongly encourage people to wear masks, but of course, not required anymore but we as staff we have all agreed that we we still want to continue to to mask so you you'll you'll see that if you come into the shop yeah awesome Mm -hmm. oh i'm so excited for all the stuff you've got on the horizon is there anything else that we wanted to talk about before we get to uh all the plugs we're gonna do what Mm -hmm. you know surrounding aradak arts crafts fair and come as you are Anything else that we've I got? I think we've covered all of our main. We fucking nailed it. Things. Is what we, really we did. Really good. Well done, Aaron. <laughs> and who, your product, your product knowledge. I'm impressed. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no. What's funny is like literally, I um, this is like social time for me doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like doing mm-hmm. content is also like social time for me. So like literally, when I do like 
um, you know, a YouTube review of a sex toy, or if I do, you know, like, whatever it is, like, we just kind of, like, end up becoming friends. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. pe- the stuff I review and the stuff, you know, people I talk to on episodes, I'm like, we just actually, this is, like, friendship for me. So. Yeah, because it is so much fun. <laughs> and then you're also talking about sometimes really intimate topics, right? So 100%. it's a really great platform to, like, get to know people in an authentic way yeah Yeah, and I've just formed connections with like these Mm. awesome uh artists around Toronto and I'm so lucky to to say that but that's fully it so I'm I'm, you know to have you on the podcast and then you were like yeah let's talk about like the different artists at the erotic Mm. arts and crafts fair I'm like oh let's do it it's like my favorite thing to like (laughs) give my friends a platform like yeah (laughs) talk about why they're fucking awesome Mm -hmm. like I'm like yeah give me an Mm -hmm. excuse (laughs) yeah oh so great so let's talk about um all the specific stuff we need to know surrounding maybe social media again we'll tell people and then all the specific details for the fair okay so the main event saturday february 11th from 10 a.m to 5 p.m at the parkdale hall that's 1605 Queen Street West in Parkdale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, come as you are. You, know, you can find us in Kensington Market at 254 Augusta, but online. So watch the socials this week. Like we've been really pumping out and creating a excite- excitement on social media by featuring two artists a day. So you'll see all of that and all the information you need um, on both Facebook and Instagram. Personally, I, I find Facebook is kind of a deserted these days, but it's bit, Instagram, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, there's far it. more action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, personally, me too. But of course, we're still there putting yep. it out for those who use Facebook um, and on Instagram too. So um, come as you are co um, is our handle on um, Instagram and then also uh, erotic arts and crafts fair on Instagram awesome. as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything that, um, I don't know, do you have a personal social that's connected with Kaya that you want to put out there? No, nope. no, no, cool. I don't. <laughs> so for me, um, I, I, I don't mind putting myself out there clearly. Um, I'm the most active on Twitter, everybody at the lady Pim mm-hmm. one, but if you must follow me on Instagram, I'm at the lady Pim or I'm at the bedpost podcast. Um, we have a Patreon. It is also the bedpost podcast. We have YouTube channel, same thing there. And then, oh boy, I am a 40 year old woman that has just started a TikTok. So I'm at the lady Ooh. Pim on there. <laughs> Congratulations. Welcome to someone, TikTok. Someone told me it would be a good marketing opportunity. Uh, oh. <laughs> one of my yeah, friends that's like in online marketing, they're like, you need to be on TikTok. I'm like, I do? It's okay. true. Yes, you do. It's a whole new world. Oh, Wel- welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, Lisa, this has been so fun. Um, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you check out the Erotic Arts and Crafts Fair. Brought to you by Come As You Are. We will see you next time with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 